Hello and welcome to the second episode of my podcast. And um, as always, I just need to let you know that I am not a therapist or a doctor and nothing that I should say um, in this episode should, or any other for that matter, should be taken as any form of professional advice. Everything that I say is from my own experience only. Okay, so last week, Um, I touched on um, quite briefly that I'd found a few people um, in my life um, that I interact with that that I was able to actually talk to about my my mental health issues and my depression. And today I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into that um, because actually I think there's um, a lot that can be said on this topic because it's not as simple as just going up to one person one day and going you I want to offload everything that my mental health condition does to me onto you and you're going to accept it all and you're going to be helpful because as most of us know actually the majority of the people we talk to unfortunately aren't going to understand and not going to get you and for the most part, and this is in my experience anyway, for the most part, um, most people are actually more harmful than they are helpful. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you don't suffer with a mental health condition and you feel like maybe you'd want to be helpful to people, then just start by listening. Just start by actually figuring out what they need. Don't start telling them that they should pull themselves together or you know do this this and this and you'll be fine because actually the chances are they've tried pulling themselves together there's just no way of them doing that and they've tried doing step one two and three and by doing step one two and three they've got nowhere it still doesn't doesn't actually dig them out of the hole that they seem to have got themselves buried into or even that that illness has got them buried into you wouldn't say to a man with a broken leg it's fine pull yourself together you can still walk because the truth is that man with a broken leg isn't going to be able to fully weight bear on that leg just like a person with a mental health issue is not going to be able to just pull themselves together and rationalise everything in their own heads the way that you think they should be able to because you can. Don't treat people the same way. Little bit of a rant there, but still pulling it back in. So, um, yeah, if, um, if you have a mental health issue, then often it does feel like you're completely alone. It does feel like uh, there's at least it does for me, that I just don't feel like there's anyone really that understands the majority of the time. And when I do find those people that do understand, it it's really impactful and it really does help. Um, but the problem is, it's finding those people that do understand or maybe not understand, but at least give you the time of day to listen without trying to give you 101 different things that are going to fix you. Because... It's not about being fixed. It's about being given the tools and the knowledge to to survive almost, to 
actually get through the other side of this. And um, the problem is that with so few people that actually are going to give you the correct sort of friendship, if you like, it's really difficult to find those odd few and it can be really off-putting. Um, so it's really not helped by the fact that there's so many of these that, you know, it, you've probably been to people that maybe you even trust and you feel like, you know, this person should get me. This person is the person that I really trust. I really um, feel that they love me. They understand me. And the truth of the matter is that maybe in this situation they don't. And you've gone to them and you've started talking to them and then they give you those age-old lines, pull yourself together, have you tried this, have you tried that, and you're going to turn around and go, oh, no, I've tried all those things, it's not worked, come on, who are you, I thought you were my friend, I thought uh, you'd love me, I thought that I, you, know, you were going to be helpful in this situation, um, and unfortunately, those people that we feel probably will be helpful aren't always going to be the most helpful people in every situation. And it's not their fault. Um, and, you know, with those people, then you should probably, as far as your mental illness is concerned, once you've been burnt once, don't be burnt again. Just hold them at arm's length. Realise it's not their fault. They don't understand. Still interact with them the same way you would have before. But this part of your life doesn't need to be in their court. There's also going to be people in your life that you just know outright aren't going to be helpful. You know full well because you know their personality type. You know, actually, I don't click with this person. They don't click with me. And it's not going to quite... You know, we're amicable with each other, but this isn't someone I feel comfortable sharing with. This isn't someone that I feel like if I did share, they'd really reciprocate that. So, you know, you need to be careful about those people that you uh, actually choose in the first place. So, yeah, all of this can actually cause us to give up. It can give us uh, this sort of overwhelming sense of of just hopelessness like there's not going to be anyone out there there's not going to be anyone that's gonna be able to actually be talked to and you just end up just blanking it you you hide it away you bottle it up you deal with it inwardly on your own dangerously um just letting it sort of almost like a a fizzy drink in a bottle you're shaking it and you're shaking it all the time and and this gas is building up this this illness inside of you it's building up and it's getting worse and worse and worse and there's nowhere for that to go there's no one to spill that out on and uh, you need to find someone that is going to be um, almost like the glass for you that can take it in soak it in and can really sort of listen and just be there be someone whose shoulder you cry on who's um whose calming words over you take some effect um 
so you know and those people are out there unfortunately they're not the easiest ones to find so eventually i found someone i could identify with um, after really bottling it up for a long long while and um you know it wasn't even uh someone i considered a particular close friend um someone i'd had interactions with that i'd been friendly with uh, but it wasn't someone i'd considered a particularly close friend and um we yeah he he found out about what was going on in my life through just me telling him um and since then uh we've met up a few times we uh talk about my mental illness he talks about his past experience with mental mental illness which you know is really helpful because it, it as i said in the last episode it makes you feel like it's not completely hopeless it's not completely um sort of segregated now obviously i'm saying i found someone and you're probably sitting there at the moment going well who am i gonna find how do you find these people? And the truth of the matter is, in this particular case, um, and I, I, I don't want to necessarily uh, sort of force this down people's throats, but I, I am a Christian. And I, I go to a church. This was a guy in my church that I started talking to. Um, it was actually after, um, yeah, after a bit of a call out. Um, at the church that I go to that I decided I'd talk to him and I'd I'd speak with him um, and that's what I did and uh, yeah it's been brilliant ever since but you know for the majority of you you might not be churched you might not be um, sort of in the same sort of position I am and I've been fortunate in that and I'm not saying necessarily you need to go to a church and you need to find these people because there are going to be people out there in all contexts in all walks of life that are going to be able to um, listen to you and soak in what you've got to say um, in my in my context actually speaking to another christian has been really helpful in your context speaking to someone closer to your walk of life is probably also going to be helpful so obviously i've talked a lot about um now unprofessional help and um i think it's important also to realize that uh professional help is not something that should be completely avoided i um have had uh counseling sessions in the past those unfortunately came to an end because there wasn't enough resource to keep those going um and actually, you know, if if you're offered any form of counselling, if you're if you've got access to any form of um, CBT or um, sort of other mental health professionals, then take that. It's not something that should be avoided. It's not like, oh, here comes the shrink. Actually, um, you know, counselling isn't like. Um, like going to see Floyd. <laughs> you know, counselling uh, doesn't have you laying on a couch with um, 
with some German psychiatrist trying to decipher everything about you. They're not trying to do that. Yes, they'll start to draw out and they'll start to um, sort of help you see um, sort of what's going on in your own head. But they don't sort of go, hmm, well, I think this is what's wrong with you because this, this and this in your childhood. Yeah, they might talk about your childhood. They might actually go, look, can you see the pattern emerging here? Can you see how that links to that, links to that, and has now caused you to feel like this? You keep having these recurrences in your life and it's causing this. You know, sometimes we don't see it and uh, sometimes we've seen it already. Um, but actually those those sessions really did help me. Um, I didn't feel at any point that I was under a microscope. I didn't feel like that's the way it ever worked. Um, and actually most of the time it wasn't, look, do you see this, this and this? It was, hang on, I'm starting to see this as we're talking because they seem to have a way of connecting those dots without telling you they're connecting the dots. So yeah, um, but obviously that's professional help and peer support. Um, in other words, others that are going through the same sort of things as you or friends that aren't necessarily going through the same things but are helpful to your circumstance. They're around too. Um, you need to just reach out. Um, being forever cautious, you know, dip your toe in the water first. Just give them a slight little part of it you know just say it naming your mental illness to someone often can be enough just for them to go okay and you can kind of then see where they take the conversation from there you can kind of see whether or not they're going to be any help to you or not because if they look at you blankly and they don't comprehend you know your anxiety or depression or any other mental illness, then quite frankly, they're probably not the people to be speaking to um, because they're probably not going to be all that much help. And as I say, it's not their fault because unfortunately, there's not enough information out there. There's not um, enough education uh, in the world. <laughs> it's getting better, but it's still not there. There's not that education for uh, a lot of people where they, they just don't know. They don't know what's going on in in people's heads because mental illness is something that, um, in terms of how it's been discovered, is sort of quite new. Yes, it's, it's centuries. Well, people have always been suffering with mental illness, but you know, it's not really reached the surface to the point of you know, actually being mainstream and people knowing about it quite freely um, until quite recently. And it's kind of caused this bit of a taboo subject around it. And it shouldn't be like that. Unfortunately, it is. And, you know, there are people you can talk to out there that will understand. And you'll be surprised by the amount of people that actually have already suffered these mental illnesses. Now, you might even be listening to this and find, look, I don't really have that many friends. I don't 
really feel like any of my family are going to be helpful. Um, I just don't know who to reach out to. Well, there are peer support networks out there. Um, some are helpful, some are not. Um, I've got to admit, I've not really experienced too many of them. Um, I've tried one or two, but um, if you want to get um, in contact with me um, with the email that will be given at the end of um, this podcast, then you can do that. And um, I'll do the best I can to get you in contact with some form of peer support, uh, peer support uh, whether that's suggesting some apps or suggesting a website or anything like that. And I'll I'll try and do some research into um, places in your area um, that offer this sort of thing. Um, I'll do the absolute best I can to help you. As I say, I'm not a professional. Um, I don't know every single organisation under the sun. Um, I, I don't actually have absolute free access to these things, but um, I am capable of researching and I'll do my absolute best. If you can give me s some time, I'll do my absolute best to make sure that I can put you in contact with someone or something that can help you. Also, um, please, please get in touch with me as well if um, with your own experiences. Um, it'd be great to hear from you. It'd be great um, if I was not the only voice of this podcast. Um, if I could have some of you on as guests talking about your own experiences of mental health and your own um, problems that you've faced. Um, maybe even hear some of uh, your stories from your highest highs to your lowest lows. Um, then, you know, as I say, please get in contact again on that email at the end. Um, or um, the Facebook page or Instagram, which again, Again, I will put at the end of this podcast or in the description. I'm not sure yet. Figure it out and uh, it can be a nice surprise for the end of this. So, yeah, just get in contact if uh, you want to share anything. Um, if you want to share anonymously as well, you can do that. If you've got a story to share, write it down in an email Um I will, of course, ask your permission before I read them out on a podcast. But if you um, if you have a story to share, but you're not bold enough to uh, sort of come on to the podcast and talk about it with me, then uh, that is absolutely fine. We can do that and I can read it out uh, in my own voice anonymously. No one needs to know who you are. So, uh, yeah, that is all from me today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, it means the world to me that you are listening. And I just hope that in some small way, in some small sense, that perhaps I'm helping some of you through this podcast. I'm sorry if uh, it felt a little bit rambly today. Um, I felt a bit rambly, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm learning and hopefully we'll um, get to a point where my podcasts are a little more smoother and less rambly. Um, but until then, again, thank you for bearing with my rambles and I will see you in the next one. Bye for now.
You have been listening to You Don't Have to Be Alone. If you'd like to get in contact, then please search for me on Instagram at Not Alone Podcast, on Facebook at You Are Not Alone Podcast, or simply email me at Not Alone Podcast at Hotmail.com. That is Not Alone Podcast, all one word, at Hotmail.com. See you next time.